Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. My name is Rebecca Whitman, and I'm a success mentor. I believe there are seven pillars of success. Your spiritual life, your physical fitness, your emotional, romantic, mental, social, and finally, your financial life. When you get all seven areas in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. I learned this the hard way. I've always made money. Unfortunately, I spent so much time making money that I never had time for the rest of my life. So, despite not having financial worries, I was never happy. I wanted romance, but I didn't have time to date. I wanted to be in great shape, but I couldn't find a moment to go to the gym. I wanted a more spiritual life, but I didn't meditate. That also takes time. I wanted to read great books and fill my mind with deep thoughts, but I never made the time. I wanted a great social life, not just going to work-related events. Emotionally, I was a wreck because my life was totally out of balance. Today, I earn more money than I ever have in my life, and I work only part-time. I have the relationship of my dreams. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. I'm spiritually grounded. I feel fulfilled mentally, socially, and emotionally. My life is in perfect alignment. This podcast will help you discover where your life is out of balance. My mission is to support you in achieving work-life balance so that you can have more fun and freedom in life. On my show, you will get to learn from experts in all seven areas of abundance. My guests have achieved tremendous success in their zone of genius. Are you ready to go to a level 10 in all seven areas of life? You got this. Hello, Keelan Clark. Welcome to the Balanced Beautiful Abundance Show. Yay! Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to see you. And it's just so great to interview you because I just respect you so much, not only as an empowerment coach, but as a dear friend. And we had our last concert together before COVID hit. And they, there was this uh, meme going around that if you're going to have to spend your entire quarantine with the last artist you saw before COVID hit. So we would have spent it with Madonna. Madonna! <laughs> that would have been an interesting quarantine. Very, very. <laughs> so let me tell my audience a little bit about your awesomeness. Uh, Keelan is the owner of Liberty Empowerment dedicated to helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses by getting them confident and profitable in front of the camera. Keelan is the host of two live online shows, Planet Liberty and Mystical Mornings. She is committed to liberating humanity's creativity via her powerful coaching and short videos focused on business empowerment and equal opportunities. That is so awesome, Keelan. I love that you're so passionate about liberty. So let's talk about what does liberty mean to you? Why are you so passionate about it? I, I think, well, first of all, thank you for having me, Rebecca, my, my sister and transformation in the world and my concert sister. Um, I'm really excited to be here. So thank you. Sure. Liberation is, it, you know, a lot of people are like, what, what's the difference between liberation and, and freedom? And to me, liberation is a very focused, 
version of freedom. Cause like there, there's this big mass of freedom, right? Like we're free to live our dreams. We're free to do our hair the way we want, but we're also free to uh, drink bottles of wine and, and do things that are unhealthy that unbalance us. So, so I'm such a stand for liberation and, and the, the version of liberation that really elevates us to our best selves, to our highest selves. So what is the distinction? The distinction to me is that liberation is a hyper-focused version of freedom. Okay. So if you're liberated from, I don't know, eating sugar versus free from eating sugar, what's the difference? So if you're liberated, you know, you know that eating sugar in mass amounts is not good for you, (laughs) but you're free to do it, right? You're totally free to do it. And when you liberate yourself from that habitual habit of eating lots of sugar, you know, that's your next level. So it's like, you've always been free to do that. And then you're liberated. And I just remembered, and and you'll love this. This is my birthday month. So um, I quit smoking and drinking three years ago this month. Wow. Congratulations. Talk about liberation. Yeah, that is. Mm -hmm. So you're free to smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol if you wanted to, but you're liberated from it. You don't feel the compulsion to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that distinction. So why is being comfortable on camera such an important skill to have in 2021? Yeah. Thank you. So we both have acting backgrounds, right? And there's something really magical ha- that happens when we have our camera on and we, we create videos. And to me, what that magic is, is that it's a energetic connection. It's a way to trust each other. It's a way to connect and to show up authentically. And especially right now, I mean, COVID has really taught us that even if we're geographically locked into a place, there are ways to still connect. There are still ways for us to support each other and to love each other. Um, so no matter who you are, if you're not turning on your camera, you're missing out. So even if you're, you don't even have to be an entrepreneur, like maybe you're a grandmother, right? And, and turning on your camera allows you to not only see, but like feel your family, right? So I think that we're in the age of video, finally. And what I love about it is that we can heal each other through frequencies. And we've talked about, you know, frequencies for a long time, right? That, that sort of metaphysical side of it. And the video is such a great way for us to do that right away. It's like, it's like the transporter on Star Trek, right? Like we like transport ourselves all over the world and we can also create additional forms of income through video as well as entrepreneurs, if we have a side hustle, things like that. So they're just the opportunity, opportunity for liberation, the opportunity for connection is all right here. If we just do one little thing and that's turning on our video. And everybody has FaceTime these days or Mm -hmm. everybody has access to making a video of themselves on their phone. So I really like what you said about even if you're not, a, if you're an entrepreneur, you got to be on camera. But even if you're not, just if you're like a grandma wanting to connect more to her grandkids, having your grandkids see a video of you talking to them, they're going to feel your presence way more than just your voice. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that is so beautiful. When you said that, I thought of the cartoon, The Jetsons. 
Yeah. yeah. And the Jetsons, they had like video phones. Like they'd be like, oh, you know, we're talking on the video. Like we're in that era now. It's pretty awesome. The future is now. The future is now. So I know you coach a lot of introverts mm-hmm. who are really hesitant to even pick up the phone, let alone turn on their camera. Yeah. So what is some advice you can have for someone who's like, Keelan, I understand that we're in the age of on camera, but I'm shy or I don't feel like I look good or I stutter or I'm too nervous. Like, how do you encourage people to start getting confident on camera? Yeah. So there, there's a couple of things. One is mindset and it, it's just really facing your fear and being courageous. Cause I love, I love the idea of confidence and people are like, well, how, how do you become confident? We're all confident. Newsflash. We're all confident. We might be very confident in saying that we're not confident, but like we're confident all around, but how do you, how do you really hone in on confidence? Well, you start with courage. You create courage. You, you step into the fear. So it's either facing the camera and just facing that. I have my clients take selfies to start to fall in love with themselves, really. Um, and then it's committed action. So, you know, you take the one courageous step, just pop on your video next time you're on a Zoom, call somebody or do a video on your own that no one will ever see, but keep doing it. That committed action allows you to get more comfortable. The first time always is weird. First time for anything is weird, right? But we get to, we get to play with it. So bringing in the play, um, also support. So you get to make a game out of it. And it's just, it's consistency creates confidence. I like what you said about play because I really had so much fun going to your workshop on the importance of play. (sighs) So how can adults who are adulting and like working and paying the bills and trying not to get a deadly virus, how can we feel more playful and more childlike in our daily life? Yeah. Do something silly. Do something that you're going to judge someone else for. <laughs> like, oh, that guy, the person is so ridiculous. Like Darren and I, my husband elect, like we, we love candy. We love like those hostess crap cakes. Rebecca knows this because she's taken road trips with me and she's like, how do you eat like that? And it's a mindset. Like we just play. It's like a playfulness of food. Right. Um, but but we're adults, right? So we're, we're, we're willing to be courageous, and, courageous, excuse me, and, and pay the price of maybe judgment by also just like having fun and showing our addiction to, to the sugar piece of it, right? So, so one thing is do something that like you, that you love to do behind closed doors. Maybe it's playing, um, playing an instrument or dancing silly, something like that. Or if you have kids, let your kids teach you how to play, to remind you how to play. You know, kids are freaking great teachers. Do a TikTok with them (laughs) or just do a TikTok yourself. I mean, that that really what's great about TikTok is it really has brought in a sense of play. Right. And it's given a structure to that play, which I think as, as we were adulting, we feel like we need structure. So those are a couple of ideas and just take a risk, be courageous. And just the other thing is when, when we did, when I did that workshop, it's really going back to your childhood. Like what did you forget that you loved in your childhood home? There's something there that's still there in that memory. It could be um, teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. It could be um, a sketchbook, 
you know, there was some sort of play that you had that you probably left behind and it's still there waiting for you. And it's just about you allowing yourself to remember. I really like what you said about judgment because I think that also ties into why people are scared to go on camera Yeah, because they feel like they'd be judged and they'd be judged negatively. So what can you tell our listeners about getting over the fear of what other people think? You don't yeah. have that fear. Yeah. So people are always going to have their own opinions. And here's one thing that I've learned more than anything. Most people are more obsessed with themselves than they are with you. So you're worried about the judgment of other people. And if you're worrying about it, those other people are actually worried about the judgment that you have on them. Mm-hmm. So if you can put that aside for a minute, and then let's say you do get some feedback that is judgmental. Well, guess what? Congratulations, because you've evoked an emotion out of those people. Yay! It might not be a positive emotion, but you can look at it like that because feedback's neutral. So anytime someone comes back to me with any sort of comment, I'm like, okay, got it. And I evoked an emotion out of you because that emotion, whatever their feedback is, it's really about them. It's about what they are missing, right? So if someone watches your TikTok, Rebecca, and they're like, oh God, aren't you a little old to be dancing like that? That's them thinking they're too old to play. So that's our opportunity as leaders and coaches to be able to be compassionate with those people and maybe even an opportunity to say, hey, why don't you play with me? Did you really just call me old on my podcast? No. No. (laughs) I'm just messing with you. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. So it's, it's really, I like that because it's what other people are worried about, what other people are thinking about, what they're thinking about them. And it's like, nobody's thinking about you that much. Like, no. people we're all thinking about each other. <laughs> I mean, ourselves. Self-obsessed. They're not looking at your Facebook Live or your Instagram Live and like thinking about it for hours a day going, oh my God, I can't believe she like stuttered once. They don't even think about it. A lot of people don't even turn their sound on. They just like, you know, we're agonizing over these videos and people are just scrolling through and they're just watching it for a few seconds and they're not even turning the sound on. So it's like, just, just do it for yourself just to get out of your own comfort zone. And I think when we get out of our own comfort zone, whatever we're doing, whether it being on camera or not, we're growing. And here's the other thing that I want to present. And this is a philosophy. I don't know if it's a truth, but it's my philosophy. Let's say you have a, uh, a download to share, to go on Facebook Live, and you start with that, like, oh, God, what are they going to think, blah, blah, blah. When we actually come from a place of service and generosity, <clears throat> here's my philosophy. It's actually not about you, that message that you've been downloaded to say on Facebook Live or to dance or something. Somebody else, another human, is actually praying, evoking, requesting it out of you. So when you think about it like that, it totally takes the pressure off of you and you can get out of your own way because it's not about you. And you may never even know who that person was. You will never know how it affected their life. But I promise you, we are all connected. Humans are wired for love. So when you start just surrendering to that and showing up, magic happens all over. I really like that point. You know, somebody needs to hear what you want to say because you got the download to say it. And that brings up another great point in getting over your shyness on camera or even your shyness on stage. 
focus out, right? It's not about what they're thinking of you because that's being self-centered and egotistical. It's how can I serve? How can, if you're so focused on how you can be of service and how you can help another person with your on-camera videos, then it takes all the pressure off you and you're totally focused out. And that is how you get over nerves for any kind of performing, whether it's music or acting or singing or anything, focus Mm -hmm. on who you're serving. Yep, exactly. Exactly. That's that's beautiful. So I'm curious because when I met you, you were not a morning person. No. You really struggled in the mornings to get out of bed. And now Mm -hmm. you're doing not one, but two morning shows. And I look at your Facebook lives. They're usually at 630 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, my God, how does she get up every day at 630 in the morning? 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Tell us how you became a morning person. I surrendered to what I was being told to do by my spirits. (laughs) So my guides, right? And I've always wanted to be a morning person and I struggled with it. And um, I love to sleep. Like I actually got my chart read um, recently and she said that I am always sleep deprived. I always will be because I'm paying back a karmic debt. And I was like, Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with me. I just get to sleep. Fine. (laughs) So that was like, awesome. But I I was asking my guides one day and I was like, okay, like, how do I make more of an impact? Like, what am I missing? And and I journal like what they speak to me. I I do that. And um, they were like, you know, you're not serving the like at the capacity that you can and you're missing out by sleeping in. So you get to get up early in the morning. I get up around 520, take a shower do the makeup thing and then go live at 6am sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little bit later, but pretty much consistently at 6am for my mystical mornings where it's just a way to get me going and get you guys going, you know, with different, whatever, like I pull angel cards. I just speak about what's on my mind. Um, I interview people during that time too. And what's happened is I started in February and what's amazing is that through the committed action, a lot of clarity comes, a lot of movement happens. I'm becoming more confident on camera because it's also my practice because even though I coach it and I love being on camera and I love creating videos, I will never ever hit a level where I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like we, we all get to keep learning all of us. It's just like practicing yoga, right? Like we always practice it. So that's like my morning routine. It's my way to un and my brain's not on yet. So I'm really speaking from my heart, which is also a a beautiful thing. And on the weekends I sleep in. (laughs) Deserve it. I love that because in the artist way, she says to do morning pages, right. When you wake up morning and don't judge it, you're writing just to write. And since your medium is the camera, your, your, uh, creative pages are kind of like just going on camera every morning, no matter what, and seeing what comes out and, that's how you're perfecting your craft. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you for that. For that, that connects. Cause I done, I've done the morning, uh, I've done the artist way and it was really hard for me to always do the morning pages. So thank you for that connection. Cause I'm like, yes, I made it. I just created it in a way that doesn't look like it was written in the book. Right. But, but as, as humans, we are allowed to create our own experience. So if you're tweaking something, just like Rebecca said, like I'm writing my morning pages on a public platform and I save all of them and they can be transcribed. So that's awesome. 
you're doing your morning pages, but it's a morning video, which is yeah, awesome. So I know you have had um, an interesting journey becoming a coach and an entrepreneur, mm. and you've been very persistent. A lot of other people that I know would have quit by now. Success uh, does not come quickly for everyone, you know. No. And okay. the journey is the success, in my opinion. And you've had you've had quite a journey. So, how can you speak into persistence, and how have you been able to be so persistent on your entrepreneurial journey? You know, there's days where I'm like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore, and then I'm like but that's not true. Like, that's just, I'm lying right now. Right. Like it's, it's my, um, it's my path. Like there's no doubt in my mind that I'm on the right path. Does that make it easy? No. Does that make it, um, fun and glamorous all the time? No. Right. But, but through the committed action and the courage, everything starts to fall into place. And sometimes like people are quantum, like there is quantum that happens. It's not the norm. So I want you guys to know that, you know, wherever you are in your life and, and on your path, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're learning something. And if the path isn't necessarily going the way you want it to go, then just tap into your heart, not your brain, and really just feel into what it is you want. Because three years ago, I also quit my corporate job very comfortable, very um, easy. I was making great money. And I was also sitting at my desk crying every day. I was like, this is like, like my soul was like, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. It was like crying. And that's when I took the most courageous step. I, mean, I moved to California. I like, you know, I, I'm a pretty courageous like person in the way that I've lived my life, but this was probably the most courageous step because it, I, it was 20 years of me starving my artist and not actually following my true path. So, so my message to you guys is really like tap into your heart. And I promise you, like, it's scary, but when you're courageous and there's committed action, the universe is totally going to take care of you. 100%. And it's when we resist is when it gets like clogged up kind of. So on those days where you're like, Oh my God, this is too hard. Nothing's working. It would be so much easier just to go get a job. How, what kind of self-talk do you say to keep yourself going? First of all, I remember that I'm basically unemployable. I retired. So like when I retired, I mean, I was, what, I was like 37 and I retired from corporate. Um, like that literally like, shut a door so I'll look at jobs sometimes and I'm like nope and then I go for a walk and then I remember what I'm doing why am I doing this I don't always know exactly but I know that like there's a path of liberation for humanity and I'm on that path that's beautiful so what's your mission to empower and liberate humanity wow that's that's a really big mission so I think your why when you want to quit something is so important to keep you going. And you have such a big why, because if you gave up and went back and got a job, who's going to liberate humanity? Right? <laughs> well, yeah, all of us. We're all going to do it, but that's your, that yeah. is your calling to liberate humanity and 
humanity needs liberation. I mean, we're in a really dark place right now, you know, just coming out of this huge pandemic and just with everything happening in the world, I don't need to get into it, but uh, we do need uh, more freedom and more liberation. Yeah. So thank you so much, Keelan, for being my friend, for being on the Balanced Beautiful Abundance show. If you like the show, go ahead and take a screenshot of it. Share it on your Instagram. Tag me and Keelan. We'll reshare it. We'll give you a shout out. If you're yeah. listening on uh, podcasts, go ahead and give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. This is a grassroots movement. So we don't have advertisers. We humbly ask our wonderful, beautiful listeners to share this podcast with their community. So thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you for helping this movement grow. I can't wait to see you guys next week with another amazing guest. And quickly, Keelan, I almost forgot. How can how can we keep in touch with you? Uh, oh, excuse me. You can follow me on Instagram, Key Rocks, K E K E E R O X on Instagram. Uh, direct message me, and I have a free gift if you'd like. Um, just direct message me, confident, and I have a free gift that um, is uh, how to create videos that sell. It's an ebook, and it's just a really great way. And even if you're not going to create a video that sells, it's a great little guide to get you on camera. That is so awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Keelan, for coming on the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And everybody stay balanced, beautiful, abundant. And we'll see you soon with another fabulous guest. Everyone have a beautiful, wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Who says you can't have it all? I'm proof that you can. You just have to put your life into balance. Too much of anything, money, fitness, socializing can overtake your life. When all seven aspects of your life work in harmony, you will achieve the balanced, beautiful, and abundant life you've always dreamed of. Please subscribe to hear more inspiring interviews. Is there someone you know who could benefit from this podcast? Please share this podcast with them. Please review this podcast. Your feedback will help me target your needs and plan for upcoming shows that answer your questions and feature guest speakers that can make a big difference in your life. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. Feel free to DM me to book a free balance assessment call. And don't forget, stay balanced, beautiful, and abundant. It's cold and